It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. Josie Schneider and Bethany Corey. We're talking. We're talking mom stuff. Momming around. Uh, mommy milestones. Mom stuff. What? What's up? Bethany's moving with a baby. I'm gonna move with the baby. Yeah. Are we talking about that? No. That's just you asked what was up. So. I was oh telling- yeah. I mean, we can talk about that. We can talk about anything that's going on in the uh, the mommy world. Yeah, let's talk about that. We're going to move. How do you move with a baby? This is stupid. That's where I'm at in my move right now. Is mm. This is dumb. And maybe we should just stop. I never did it. I guess my one piece of advice would be don't forget the baby. Right? Because you get all busy with all the furniture and the baby stuff and making sure the walls are dusted at the, at the new place. And then, and then you're, you're, the, the moving truck takes off and then you get on your, in, in, you, are you flying to the new place or are you driving? It's going to be a road trip. Don't know yet. Uh, but then anyway, you end up with a home alone situation where, where you, that's what I was thinking. Master, Master Francis is, uh, is home alone sliding around in his, I don't know. We have been working on the, like, uh, for our listening audience, I'm currently placing my palms against my cheek and making the screen face that little, uh, Kevin McAllister, Kevin McAllister makes. Ah! We've been working on that. So, well, I guess if you get that down, then you won't have to worry about forgetting him because if he can do that, then he'll be prepared to be forgotten. So yeah. He already lays booby traps, Legos and little cars around the house. So yeah. We're set. So, I mean, so why are you moving? Because of the baby, because we want the baby to be around family. So it's his fault. Oh, and I'm, how much help has he been? Literally none. One Saturday. Okay. So we're not moving for a couple months still like we're at the beginning of the the moving process sure right but my uh the way that i i express control in my life is by putting things in order which that only happens when i'm stressed so when i'm like feeling good and everything's fine my house is a mess then you know Bethany's happy. 
but moving stress hits and we haven't even talked to a realtor and I'm packing boxes, right? It took me one entire Saturday to pack a box of books because of the babies. Well, okay. That's Josie. We'll we'll do another podcast on why I feel like everyone should get rid of all their books, but that is not this podcast. Because of the baby, does he make it hard? To pack or to not have so many books? To well both, but to pack. He does because he's so cute and he just wants to like play with things instead of packing them. So he's not like, like, oh mom, let me read that one. I'm not done. Yeah. And I'm like, Francis, we're making the hard decisions. Like, do you love this book enough to take it with us? And he's no help. Just give them all away. Books are, see, you you should get rid of the heavy stuff. Um, Pack the light stuff, donate the heavy stuff to somebody so you don't you you end up because because look you're gonna you're gonna get older in your new place too so you're not gonna be really want to lift lifting heavy stuff but um so get rid of the heavy stuff keep the keep the lightweight stuff that's my path but like life. do I also want to move like all my furniture like why would I move all my furniture that's stupid it's heavy mm-hmm. yeah like and you're gonna you're, I mean the new place I can just sleep on the floor in the new place yeah I can just sleep on the floor there I don't even know where we're gonna live mm-hmm this is a dumb idea. Thanks for bringing this up, Josie. You're welcome. So Josie, you ever move with a, a young one? I moved with a three-year-old. So not quite the same, but... Well, let's be fair. They both probably weighed about the same. They probably weighed about the same. And <laughs> it was hard. It is hard to move with kids. Um they they don't like especially when they're three they don't like you to mess their routine up Mm -hmm. which i'm sure is true for a baby they don't like you to put their stuff away and they don't like you to put them down so you can actually pack things well i mean let's be honest it's hard to do every damn thing with a kid (laughs) maybe this is true but I i was oh go ahead 20 minutes ago I was able to pee alone in the bathroom, although Francis was on the other side of the door banging on it for me. Sure, sure. That's, that's like the first time that's happened in six months or so. Huh? But, I, but I was alone for a few minutes. Well, congratulations on that. Yeah. I, I was thinking today, I, I, I was, I was uh, it's about time for my nap. Um, I mean, we, we could do, we could maybe do 20 minutes on napping, how great napping is. But I was, uh, I was thinking back on, on napping in the old days and, and napping with the kids back in the old days was, was great, except they wouldn't lay the fuck down and go to sleep um, when I was ready to take a nap. And so once they were asleep, that was, that was some great cuddle time. And, yes. and so I've decided that it's, it's better that the kids are growing up and now I nap with the dog because the dog is the dog <laughs> always, is ready. always ready to take a nap. And and I would almost say almost a better snuggler because uh, he, he, he doesn't try to try to lay perpendicular. 
um, <laughs> which the kids always did. It was like we were we were laying in the shape of a T. Um, so, I mean, every damn thing is harder with kids. So, of course, moving is going to be. Yeah. Thanks Why for this pep talk. Anyway? I know. Thanks for this pep talk, guys. I'm really looking forward to this move even more now. You're welcome. Well, this let's is look at this. There's got to be some bright sides to it. So you'll have you'll have a, a new uh, living space to explore, and so he'll be all over tearing that apart. That'll be great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He'll he'll start walking. If, if in my head he's going to be walking about the same time you're moving, and so you'll have to immediately baby-proof the new place. Well. Oh. He might be walking before folks. Ooh. Oh. We have had first steps. Oh, shit. We have had standing up without holding on to anything. This is a big deal. Yeah. Does, does he do the bounce thing? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll send it to the, to the group. And if anybody, you can find me on Facebook and friend request anybody me. Anybody need to I'll... see Francis standing up and bouncing? <laughs> uh, it's, let me tell you, it is an experience. Is he, uh, is he really, really proud of himself? Oh yeah. Like he's mastered his like self-congratulatory clap. Oh um, yeah. So he like literally does it, like he farts and he starts clapping for himself. He really <laughs> is, is big on praising oh, I mean, his own existence. <laughs> I still, I still kind of do that too. Um, yeah. I mean, who doesn't? So, okay, so he's all over the place. Yeah. Or soon to be? Yeah. No, he's everywhere. I guess we should have started this episode different. I don't, folks listening, I wasn't in the best headspace coming into this podcast, but Francis turned one. No, he didn't. That's right. He had his birthday. Yeah. Yeah. He just had his birthday. Mm-hmm. That can't have happened already. Mm-hmm. I sent you pictures of cake. We all saw this. No. I, I know. He's a very cute little baby eating cake. It, Listeners, you can text me uh, and ask me for cake uh, pictures too. Uh, yeah, uh, he's one now. You, how the fuck did a year go by that fast? I have no idea. This has been like the craziest like it's like the fastest and slowest year of my life I think mm-hmm. <laughs> wow that may be the truest thing you have ever said on the that show may, that, that, that <laughs> might be the truest parent take um of all the parent takes out there um so what were the slow parts the not being able to pee or sleep um maybe yeah those middle of the night not sleeping moments. Um, but also, I don't know if it's because like I do daycare that like our days just seem so like, we're not like out doing things. Like we're just home mm-hmm. all the, I mean, I know a lot of parents stay home and don't go out and do things but uh that first year but it's just like we've just been 
living and then all of a sudden he turned one yeah it it goes way quick uh my oldest baby is going to i mean 30 is is an age and um that seems like 15 minutes ago um yeah he was born so i mean you and, and that's the thing it you, like you said it, it goes fast and so even though you're taking pictures of every damn thing and trying to remember all of those moments, they go they go so quickly that sometimes it, it feels like you're steamrolling right past those those things, or at least that's the way I remember it. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if it's because I'm older, um, and I've been doing like the childcare thing, so I've been like experiencing it all it's not that it's not special anymore but I think it's more special because I'm able to enjoy all of like the little moments um because I've been waiting for this for a long ass time (laughs) (laughs) and so you know I'm like um I don't know. I just, I feel like even, even when life is going fast and I think, oh my God, it was just yesterday that he was born. Um, I think I've, I think I've enjoyed it. Well, I don't regret not enjoying things, you know, does that make sense? Like, yeah, I feel like I've enjoyed it enough. And, and I mean, you should be patting yourself on the back because I mean, you kept him alive for the first year. For a whole year. I mean, that's that's the toughest year. I mean, because the older they get, the more the more they're able to fend for themselves. So you you made it through the the there most there were many times where I was surprised that not for like anything I did, but just like the shock of like waking up and he's still alive and. Yeah. So if I recall, uh, we did a whole episode about uh, all the things that you were going <laughs> to do or never going to do, um, just to kind of harken back to some of those. Um, you were, I believe, never going to let any other human being hold him. Um, that Did that happen? It didn't happen. And okay, in my defense, I said that because I always felt very protective of like my very young babies like in my program and when I was a nanny I mean I was literally the nanny that at Gabrielle's christening I was holding her and like at the party afterwards and like telling her parents like she needs a nap now like please leave her alone and walking out of the room so you still had a job oh yeah no, they loved it because then they got to party. <laughs> they didn't have to sit in a dark room while their baby was sleeping. Um, I love my my old nanny family. Um, uh, what were we talking about? Uh, you letting people oh, hold letting them. people hold them. Yeah. So I really thought I was going to feel more possessive, I guess, uh-huh. but I really didn't. I. I pawn that baby off any chance I can get. 
And that's probably overall, probably a good thing, huh? It really um, he is. Made it, he made it through the first year without any other human being holding him. That that might lead <laughs> to some some future problems for the for the little guy, mm-hmm, possibly. Mm-hmm. Josie, yeah, I was, was doing it for his health. What was what was Juliet's uh, first birthday like? Well, I mean, first of all, let me just say Juliet tried to get through the first year of her life with no one else holding her. That that would <laughs> that would have been her choice had it been. Yeah, had it been possible. And, you know, she did a pretty damn good job, but uh, sometimes, sometimes other people would hold her. Her first birthday party was a lot of fun. It was an ice cream theme. Um, She had her little smash cake. She didn't really know what to do with her little smash cake. Jeff doesn't know what a smash cake is. A smash cake is a trend where you know, the baby has its own smaller cake and you just let it do whatever it wants with it. Sometimes they're like my kid and they just kind of like stick their hand in it once and say, okay, that's enough. Sometimes they, you know, sit in it and it's really cute and you get great pictures. Francis ate the whole thing. I'm going to send him a picture of the smash cake. Question. Why can't you just give the baby just a piece of cake? Because it's more photogenic to give them an entire cake. Mm -hmm. It's a small Mm -hmm. baby size cake. Who doesn't want to see a baby shoving a cake in their face? Francis had, so we had to cut it in half because I decorated it with fruit. Thank you, TikTok, for giving me that cake inspiration. And uh, so he was just like picking off the blueberries and eating them. And I'm like, why are you eating the fruit, dude? Like, this is cake. So we cut it in half. And then he had like half of the cake in his tiny little paws shoved into his face. It was amazing. Yes, Jeff. Um, question. You took, uh, you took fruit away from your child so he would eat the cake? I left the fruit on the tray. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought you, I thought you totally removed the, the fruit. No, no. He ate so much fruit that day that. Like for the week after his birthday, he wouldn't touch any fruit. Or maybe he was just holding out for cake. I don't know what. <laughs> maybe he just went, yeah, he just wanted cake now. So the baby has its own cake. The baby sits on the cake. What? That sounds it's like just, some... you the just baby give the baby on the cake. Yeah, you just give the baby the cake. Like Francis was in a high chair, so uh-huh. everybody could pay attention to him. Um, so he just had the cake on his tray, but some people like they get a photographer and they do like this whole smash cake photo shoot. That's ridiculous. And I think that's where it started was like this, like, you know, like the brides who do like the, the photo shoot after the wedding where they ruin their dress. Uh, no, no, there's, another, <laughs> there's, there's so much in the world. I don't <laughs> okay. know about- I didn't know that was a thing. They ruin their dress. Like they'll like go jump in a lake in it mm-hmm. and just have pictures taken of them doing that. Or like they'll go paintballing. Paintballing? Is that what it's called? Yes. So uh, that they can so that they can post on Instagram, look how cool and yes. wild I am. Yes. 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 And that they're willing to after like they use their dress for this beautiful purpose and then they went out and and look Got how spontaneous with, I am doing this completely pre-planned With a thing. photographer, yes. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, I, I learned so much about the world on this podcast. And, and then didn't, didn't that take a lot of time? And um, Bethany, I'm looking at a picture of one-year-old Juliet right now on my other screen. And I'm going to need you to Photoshop Francis's hair on the young Juliet. Um, Done. When you've got, a, when you've got a moment. Because I think Aww. that would be um, <laughs> did, did you make Juliet's cake? No, no, I I make nothing because mm. I am not creative mm. in that way. And I paid someone to make that beautiful cake. Listeners, I made my son's first birthday cake. <laughs> Listeners, Bethany is see the far superior mother. <laughs> I'm really just joking. Um, it, I blame TikTok for it. But Jeff probably doesn't know what TikTok is, but that's okay. Jeff knows I what TikTok is. I was going to buy his cake. But then I was, I never got around to ordering it. So I had to make the cake. This is, I, I, I feel that there's a lot of mommy talk about how stressful mommying is. And I'm not mm -hmm. just mommying. There's some, mm -hmm. some daddying that can get stressful mm -hmm. too. And doesn't this whole baby's got to have their own special cake and we got to do that. Didn't that just add another layer of bullshit to the whole process? Yes. 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 So. I will say that I was, okay, <laughs> we've all, and if you haven't, please go back and listen to the other episodes where I have completely uh, disregarded all holidays for my son this past year. Uh, the famous fuck Santa episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wasn't even going to do a birthday. Um, and then... Uh, one of his cousin's families, the parents and children's spring break aligned to happen at Francis's birthday. So I was like, okay, like they're coming for his birthday. We'll have a cake. And then um, it ended up, everybody was coming for Francis's birthday. So it turned into a little party. Um, and so then I kind of felt like I had to make it a party. So everybody didn't know what a terrible mom I am because <laughs> they don't listen to the podcast. So they don't know. Um, and, uh, but it was very, like, it was very low key. Like it was just family. And I invited one of our friends to come and I enjoy baking. So I really enjoyed making his cake. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's the reason I did it, but I didn't do yeah. like, everybody got mad at me. So, um, there were these really pretty plates, party plates at Costco, probably for Easter. And so I bought them for his party and everybody was like, Oh, what's the theme of the party? And I was like, the theme is spring and Francis's birthday. And they got really mad at me that yeah, we didn't have like a a bluey party because we love bluey you could have had a bluey party well this is what i said i said when he asks for a theme for his birthday then i'll do it sure but it was just um, i don't check the, the the mailbox all that often because i mean i don't know that that you know mail actual mail is a a, a real thing anymore but i'm guessing my uh my invitation to the birthday party must have got must have got lost in the in the mail Jeff, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. I mean, um, we've been through this whole experience with you. I mean, even, I mean, pre, pre-birth, we were, 
we were it's on weird board. yeah it's weird because francis asked where you guys were uh-huh. um, so that was yeah. that must've, was kind of weird must have got lost in the mail yeah 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 Although Jeff, huh. I did see Bethany in person <gasps> last time we recorded. So what was that like? Was it a was it a delightful reunion? Did you have your curtain bangs at the at the at the at the, at the meeting? No, my curtain bangs I've only had for two hours, Jeff. Um, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. I was, was in so Nashville nice. for a bachelorette party, and Bethany drove almost an hour to come hang out with me. And I didn't bring the baby. She didn't bring the baby. <laughs> I didn't I know you wanted me to bring the baby. I told everyone I couldn't go out with them because I was going to meet my friend's baby. And there, I, I had to be like, so I didn't meet the baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what's going on. I'm not going to bring the baby. That, that was a miscommunication on our part. It was fine. Oh. You needed you needed some baby free time. I needed some baby free time. That baby doesn't let me go anywhere. It's terrible. Because it is important to have time with your friends without the baby. Yeah, and I mean, who, I mean, babies being a bachelorette party adjacent, that, that doesn't seem to make sense. That seems to, that, that could throw a wrench into the, into the festivities. I think he would have fit in. I think so. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. The way he would have been trying on those boots and, and just going for it. There are there are some costumes going on. Uh, yeah, the theme one night was glam disco, but I didn't end up going out that night because Aww. I don't know how to pregame. So um, you, you I went over-served to bed yourself. What you overserved yourself? I overserved myself, but um, Francis, I think, probably could have kept up with them as long as they were shots of milk. Um, oh, wait, this, um, I, I talked about Lisa on this on a, on a, a recent episode, uh, in the news the other day up in, uh, up in Michigan, there was a, a kindergartner who got in trouble for, uh, bringing a, a bottle of, uh, pre-mixed, uh, Jose Cuervo margaritas to school. A uh, little girl brought them in her backpack with, uh, apparently Dixie Clips and, uh, was handing them out at snack time uh to the classmates before, and and the, yeah. the, some, some margarita had been consumed before a teacher realized yeah. what was going on so that's amazing so uh that was, was she would have she would have fit right in with the um preschool teacher that got in trouble a week or two ago because somehow they accidentally brought their pot infused goldfish crackers to pass out for snack time Oh, that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. How do you accidentally do that? But that's um, so dumb. Yeah. Like I can honestly, because um Brian didn't know about it and I'd already heard, and he was like, You won't believe what happened. And I'm like, kindergart kindergartners are drinking margaritas. Like, is that what you're shocked about? Um, but like literally, like I mean, my father-in-law makes mocktails for all the grandkids sure and so like like a kindergartner doesn't know the difference between like this is something I shouldn't drink because it's coke and this is something I shouldn't drink because it has alcohol in it Mm -hmm. like but bringing pot goldfish yeah I call shenanigans on that one much shenanigans 
that's, when that's Juliet, just they wanted the kids. She 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 wanted the kids to she wanted to feed them the kids and make the kids nap, right? Yeah, yeah she wanted a good nap time. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Or like to, margaritas at kindergarten, like you're gonna be having a party. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't blame the teacher on that one. They don't want that. Yeah. I might have I might have told this story before, but I will never forget the time we were out at dinner and Juliet was, I mean, she was an early talker, but she was only one and a half. And the waitress asked her what she wanted to drink. And she goes, a rum and Coke. <laughs> it's like she, she wants a Sprite. She Sprite is, she wants a Sprite. <laughs> she can't have a Sprite, but that's what she's asking for. We call Sprite rum and Coke in this house. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> What maybe she heard me order one one time? I it's not something I even had that often. I don't know where it came from, but it was hysterical. Mm-hmm. Grandbaby from Rowan, Corey. Grand, grand, yeah, probably Corey. Grandbaby yeah. Rowan spent a lot of time in a lot of bars with me when she used to travel to conferences with me, and so she she got in the habit of uh, ordering her own Shirley Temples um, every time she had an opportunity, which was, was delightful. And, and she, mm-hmm. she, she'd be like extra sweet, please. And, uh, <laughs> and, and then asking for extra cherries, which was, which was great. We actually got kicked out of a bar, uh, together in New York state because, uh, apparently, uh, three-year-olds can't sit at the bar or even be in the bar, even if it's like a restaurant bar area in, in hotels in New York mm. at the time. So, um, we were, I mean, it's, it's, uh, that's wild. It's a, a prime time in my life when I got thrown out of bar with my, my three-year-old. Yeah. Family. I never, fun. yeah, I never got thrown out, but, um, my oldest niece, when she was young, um, we would meet up with her, one of her daycare teachers who I was friends with. And we would go to, um, I can't think of, I think it was called wild bull in downtown Kalamazoo, Michigan listeners you can fact check for me um but it had just opened up and it had like a bull like a little is it just called a bull I don't know like the that you ride on when you're drunk and whatever yes a mechanical bull thank you it wasn't do you have to be drunk (laughs) no because they would let her and so we'd (laughs) go and get lunch there and she would ride the bull and it was fabulous and that's so I guess what story. we decided we for Francis's out. for Francis's second birthday, you need to get the invitation sent out a little bit earlier, and maybe send them uh, certified mail. So uh, so you have to get that signature to make sure we get them. Um, and then also, and it needs to be in a bar with mechanical bull. I think uh, I think Francis would kind of enjoy that. That'd be I, a good time. I can try to make that work. <laughs> so he's walking. Any talking yet? Uh, a lot of dada and die. Oh, die? he tells me die. So I don't know if die is my name or if that's like, like a, a threat, threat, uh, a desire, desire. Maybe he just, I was just going to say statement. Um, I don't know, but I get a lot of die. He will not say the M sound for anything like if we are doing animal sounds and we do like moo, he's just like, Ooh. And I'm like, no, there's a mm in front of it. Like moo. And he just 
glares at me and ooze again and then tells me to die. <laughs> I wish I could tell you that gets better. It but, probably doesn't. Um, last night, my daughter wanted to know if some of my face facial products that I was putting on, she said, are those poisonous? And I said, no, I don't think so, but maybe. And she goes, do you want to drink it and find out? And I said, um, no. And I said, and what would you do? What would you do if it was poisonous and I died? And she goes, I'd go to school and forget about you. <laughs> I love her so, so much. So don't worry. It, it doesn't get any better. That's amazing. <laughs> Maybe, maybe she's been communicating with Francis and that's where he's got this. Uh, yeah. Um, so if I, I don't want to hear in the news that, that, that Josie was uh, killed off with that uh, and some mascara poisoning or, or, or something. It, it was zit cream, but yeah, if I, if it happens, you, you know, you know who did it. Yeah. Yeah. We've got it. We've got a recording. So, uh, We've got the we've got the the premeditation uh, down on tape, so that's that's good to know. Um, so, are you sad that he does make the M sound and the um part that goes after it, or are you you just rolling with no, it? No, I still made him that cake. Yeah, yeah, I still love him. I mean, he's a baby, so I can't really blame him yet. Yeah, uh, but it's intentional, I think, mm, because yeah. he has. He's made it once for Brian um, and my uh, daycare kids call me Bessie and he once said best and I got like a little bit like excited and teary about it and he glared at me and then said dad dad die again. Um, <laughs> so I think it's just yeah. I think I want too much. Yeah probably yeah you just gonna like the, and then the first time it's really mama you got to just got to just kind of kind of yeah like, make a big deal out of it because because yeah. then you're probably talking about somebody else so yeah. <laughs> it's fine <laughs> yeah you make too much uh, too much of a thing about it he uh he, he he'll probably hold off longer mm -hmm. is uh juliet doing any any other fun stuff on the, the further up the mommy spectrum yeah i want to know what about what is she gonna be like nine should be nine next month um i want to know about this party we have theme already Ooh, well of course we have a theme it is glam safari oh wait, and... wait, wait, wait please what what is that it's like sparkly jungle so we have a sleepover company coming that sets up these adorable little tents with air mattresses Aww. and um that's where the theme glam safari came from. She chose okay. it from the list. But um, in keeping with the animal theme, we have a really great um, conservationist coming the next day. Um, we actually had him for our Girl Scout troop. And um, he has a really interesting job. He he works with the police and they he's a retired zookeeper and they, they call him in whenever there's um, a dangerous animal situation. And he will safely remove the animal. And if he can, you know, he'll rehabilitate it. And if not, he'll find where it needs to, a safe space for it to go. But um, <laughs> they, he has some really amazing animals. So he's going to come the next day after the sleepover. 
sleepover company? A sleepover company, yes. Um, That's these a, are, this is, these this are, is a thing. <laughs> these are becoming quite popular. I will send you the link so you can see it for yourself because it almost has to be seen to be understood. But yeah, they, um, Folks, they come and Folks, they set, we'll link this in the show notes. <laughs> they come and they set up these uh, amazing little sleep tableaus, basically. Um, where they have, like I said, air mattresses and tents and decorations and, um, and then, and then they leave, right. And then they leave and then they come back the next day and they clean it up. See, I would do a party like that. They like sometimes no, them for grownups too. Yeah. No work for me. I literally, I hung a happy birthday banner and I was exhausted. <laughs> The one thing I haven't done yet is like buy decorations and do goodie bags and things like that. But uh, I've got a month, so we got time. But she, she's going to be nine. Shouldn't she be doing all that stuff? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Did we just have a goodie bag talk where, oh, that was when we were together. You had to pre-do the goodie bags, didn't you? I had to what? Did you have, when did I see you? In February, yeah, no, the Valentine's March. Day bags, March. Wait, oh, March. yeah. I don't, I don't know. Lorette party goodie bags. No, no goodie bags for Juliet's class party. I always do oh. goodie bags. I like doing the goodie bags. Yeah. Um. Well, with the, that bag of that bag of Easter candy, I just saw you hold up. <gasps> and I can tell you're you're into the goodie bags. The, well, this was like four or five different uh, Easter egg hunts, so. I can't wait good. till Francis can walk and do Easter egg hunts because I want that candy. I feel like I could buy it, but it wouldn't taste as good knowing that he didn't have to get it himself for me to eat. Yeah, and, and candy always tastes better when it comes out of a plastic egg. <laughs> science. So, yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's just, that's just <laughs> science. So any other, any other interesting mom stuff going on before we, we pull the plug on this? Um, I started baby story time. So not, <gasps> not mom, personally momming, but like helping moms learn how to do the, learn about the importance of nursery rhymes and Aww. lap bounces and all those fun early literacy bonding experiences. So that's, that's been the highlight of my month. So that I'm guessing that's at work, not like hanging around the house. Yeah, at work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's at the, the library, mommy, mommy's and it's like mommy and me book time. Yeah, yeah. It's um it's not really like a traditional story time where you know you expect them to sit down and actually kind of do it together and listen to what you're doing. Like I will kind of they'll well, first of all we've only had a few true babies. Most of them are, um, early toddlers, you know, 18 months mm -hmm. and 12 to 18 months. But, um, I just kind of introduce parents to rhymes and things and say, Hey, this is a really great one to do during diaper changes. And, I um, mean, you know, I'll explain what motor skills we're working on. And, Sometimes the kids will sit and listen, and um, sometimes they run around in circles while I talk to the parents. But as soon as we get the scarves out or do something like that, they come back and they learn. So it's really more of a teaching opportunity for the parents. 
Um, the ones that actually have stationary babies that are kind of, you know, a captive audience, maybe interact a little bit more with their parents during that time. But, um, it's just really teaching parents, Hey, I can do this for 15 minutes once a week. It's not going to do your baby much good, but learn these skills and you can do it every day at home. And these are the long-term impacts you're going to see. Sounds like a good way to help parents learn to curate a good early learning book, kids book collection too, compared to some of the, the bullshit that's out there. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that's, it is, you know, so technically I'll in quotations read one or two books to the babies. Um, there's not a whole lot of reading. So I talk about the importance of, Hey, you know, when you're sitting down with your baby, you're not going to read a book cover to cover. You're not going to actually read the words, but this is how you talk about the pictures and really kind of teach them some of those dialogic reading skills. Yeah. That was it's a, a big fun. word, Bethany. Yeah. Did you hear her use that big librarian word? I'm super impressed right now. Yeah. Like, Josie's my friend. Listen to how, yeah, you're so smart. You guys know that word. Never heard it in my life. Hands so. down. It's a pretty well, big fancy word for that this was podcast. amazing. And well every done. everyone who listens to this podcast does it in their classrooms and in their childcare settings, and they just don't know they're doing it. But you know the it. words for it. <laughs> yeah. I, I I think I think that's illegal in, in three or four states, actually. <laughs> Tennessee definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good program. Um, and that's just uh, from scratch you put that together. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fun. I mean, it's, um, it's anybody can do it. Um, there's lots of great resources out there in the world about just finding those rhymes and things. And I just put it together and people show what happens every week. They need to give you a raise at the library. Yeah, they do. I think that's a takeaway. You got, you got the, uh, the fancy library. Somebody famous working at the library. Man. What? Huh? She's famous. She's famous. She's She's on this podcast. That's true. Like, yeah. do they you know that? Be, do they know how? The cover like, girl. You should be the cover yeah. girl for the library with your yeah. your uh, curtain bangs. Yeah, there you go. Wait, are you at the library with the books? Yes. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> I didn't mean like. No, I mean, are there libraries without books? I meant on the building. Yes, I am at the library that is famous for the books. It's actually our parking garage. But the reason why I brought this up was because they should put like your little face peeking over the books. That would be amazing. But what's even, you know, everybody knows about the- Do you know about the books, Jeff? No, but I want to see you Photoshop that that, that suggestion. I'm on it. I'm on it. So she can bring it to work with her. The Kansas City Public Library, the branch that I'm at, is the downtown branch, and it is famous because of um, the, our parking garage. It it looks, it's got a facade that looks like actual books. But what's even cooler is the entrance to our children's floor. I bet you can find a picture of this on the internet too, Bethany. Uh, it actually looks like a book opening. So when oh. you're walking into the children's floor, it's like you're walking into a book. Oh, that's so cool. Well, that is pretty fancy. Uh, Listeners, I'm not going to remember to paste the picture into the show notes, but you know how to Google. Um, 
don't use Google. You stuck a go or someplace else. Google's just evil. Um, ask Eddie, Jeeves. Yeah, Is that still ask, around? Yeah, Ask Jeeves. <laughs> well, sure. If you, if you look for pictures of the library, check out Ask Jeeves. Um, should we wrap this up so Bethany can go Why to not? sleep? Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> like a good 38 minutes past Bethany's bedtime. This has been the Child Care Bar and Grill. Happy birthday, Francis. Happy birthday, Juliet. Happy birthday to the ships at sea and all the listeners out there in the world. And baby story time. And baby story time. And um, and I hope you all enjoy your smash cake. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't eat a lot of cake, but could could you have a smash pie? Sure. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Right in your face. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Smash pie. <laughs> okay, Josie, I just need a picture of you like this. <laughs>